0: Hey everybody! Want to welcome you to a special interview today? We have uh, got my friend and fellow minister, Rima Duncan. Pastor Rima Duncan is going to be on with us today, and uh, he's going to be um, well. First of all, he he's pastored. He's uh, he's a great worship leader. He's an excellent preacher, and he's got a podcast as well as a uh, social media under Real Talk Pastor Rima, and all of the stuff that he puts out is just great content. And so, uh, first and foremost, I want to, if you're not following him, I want to encourage you to, uh, follow his podcast and follow his social media. Uh, but the first thing I want to start off with is, uh, I just want to ask him to talk to us a little bit about, uh, both the podcast, social media, the leadership sort of things that he's doing right now and kind of what's the impetus for all of that.
1: Well, I, I had a burden about a year ago to, uh, do something more than what I was doing to uh, contribute and invest in a generation of youth and young adults that are coming up and wanting to get into ministry. And um, I know a a very uh, intricate part of my development was the exposure that I had uh, being around um, great men of God. And I I wasn't necessarily Uh, the cause of their presence but I was just in the room I was in the vicinity and I was able to hear conversations and so uh, my pastor growing up uh, Pastor Mike Mitchell he was very uh, intentional in young ministers being in the vicinity of some of those conversations and I think those unique conversations aside from services and Messages that may have impacted my life, just those conversations that not a lot of people would hear. That was definitely a main part of my development, my mindset. And I wanted to be able to capture that. And so um, I saw that podcast were starting to get uh, popular again. And I uh, decided to develop this podcast called Real Talk Pastorino. And so that's what I'm trying to capture on that to uh, package it and make it available to youth and young adults in this generation.
0: Yeah. And I I think just looking again, following, uh, you know, following your content since you, since you started back up and just some of the memes that you put out that are, you know, I think you go between kind of humorous and then making a point through the things that you do. And I think it engages probably every demographic, but, I think it really connects with the younger generation, which, you know, I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about that because I've seen uh, recently some of the things that I've seen you doing are really, uh, I think it it appears to me from the outside, again, looking in, we haven't had any conversations about this, but that you are being very intentional about, uh, you know, so 20 years ago when I was in youth ministry, um, you know, people were saying things like the youth are the future of the church. Right. And I think when we're always talking about a generation being the future, they never are empowered to actually be the church. And it, it appears to me again, from the outside looking in that that's what you're being very intentional about is saying they're not the future. They're the now of the church. Absolutely. So yeah, talk to me a little bit about, you know, what you're doing there. Cause that's, I think it's such a great uh, message you're putting out. Yeah. And uh, this is
1: something that I've, I'm, I have a strong conviction about. Um, and from time to time, if I'm speaking in an atmosphere where there's a lot of youth, or or youth and parents especially, I would make the statement, uh, deliberately make the statement, um, I don't believe in Little League Church. Yeah, Uh, There is no such thing as kids' church. There's kids in the church, church service that we develop for kids, or we develop for youth, or we develop for a young adult, but um, we don't minimize that moment. Yeah. That is highly important, not just to them, but to us and to the overall goal of expanding the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so I, I, I want to be very intentional in trying to also portray through what I'm doing that I believe in that generation, not just in the future and just giving them tools to equip themselves for later, but to give them tools to put into play now, so that later that it would just be second nature, be natural for them to uh, randomly pray for, pray for someone along the street or randomly uh, feel like they want to start a Bible study with a co-worker or you know, a colleague or something like that. That shouldn't should be something that's, uh, Developed later, that should be uh, practiced now. And I believe that uh, United Pentecostal Church, which I'm a part of, uh, I believe they believe the same uh, thing. And there is uh, that conviction amongst our leadership. Uh, so we've developed uh, things like Project Seven Bible Clubs in our schools, little things to get them involved now. You can do something for God now. And so uh, this podcast is an effort to aid that initiative to let people know that no matter what your age is, God can do something in your life now. And here are some tools that you can use to enhance that or to, you know, put into play that uh, can, can aid you in your uh, tasks for the kingdom of God now.
0: Well, and I'll say from the outside, again, uh, you know, you and I have not had any conversation about this, but I received that message very clearly. So what you're doing, I saw a a post you had put maybe a month ago of a, you were in a service, maybe probably preaching, I would imagine, but you had a younger person praying for you. And I think the caption beneath it said basically what you just stated. So what you're attempting to do, I just want you to know it's very clearly being communicated. And I appreciate that. I appreciate clear communication. And uh, so anyway, just from the outside looking in, it's what you're doing is, is great, and I commend it and uh, hope hope that it will continue. Um, I wanted to kind of shift Did a little bit uh, toward leadership because, yes, you're reaching the future generation. Uh, there, I just violated what I just said. You're reaching the now generation. <laughs> it's it's having. It's muscle memory, brother. <laughs> you're, you're reaching them, but you're also putting out some great leadership, um, you know, three points here and there that are very applicable, uh, to who, to where I'm at right now. So I want to ask you this question. What is one skill or quality that is essential to be an effective leader in 2021? Because it's a different hour than it's ever been. And so the tools that we need today are different than they've ever been. So what if you could boil it down to one or two skills that are absolutely essential to be effective in leadership, what would you say those are? Um, I, I think uh, the first thing I would say is
1: if I could sum it up in one word, I'd say grit. And that's there's, there's actually a book called Grit by uh, I believe it's Angela Duckworth. But uh, this generation, because of how our social structure uh, is right now, we have lost that ability to navigate uh, tumultuous waters in our social life. And that has caused people to be overly emotional about certain things. And in life, you're gonna have things that's, that's probably targeted to offend you. We're living in an offended generation. Yeah. And we have to know how to mitigate that. And the only way to mitigate offense is grit. Mm. You gotta be able to have thick skin. You gotta have skin like leather, man. Yeah, Just brush yeah. stuff off.
0: Yeah.
1: And as a leader, oh my goodness. Uh, you're going to be challenged with people that you're leading, other leaders around you, leaders that are leading you. That might cause, whether uh, directly or, or or indirectly, that might cause some uh, measure of offense in your life. But that doesn't uh, that doesn't cancel your obligation to lead. Very good. You got to lead through that. Yeah you, you got to have enough grit because naturally you're going to want to respond to some of those, uh, some of those feelings. But naturally uh, we as humans, we, we don't respond by uh, just kind of getting that off of our chest and, you know, being able to, you just let things, the water go under the bridge. What we want to do is we want to confront, we want to have closure. We want to, you know, all those things when we have events that cause a conflict. But uh, sometimes you don't meet conflict with brute force. Yeah. Sometimes you there's some things that there is an an economy to confrontation.
0: Yeah.
1: But you don't you don't have to confront everything. But there's some things yeah. you just eat that humble pie yeah. and just keep it moving and be you. Yeah. And be who you are. No matter what your extenuated circumstance dictate in your life,
0: grit. Wow.
1: So that'd be one thing
0: that yeah. I'd say. Thank you, and that's I think that's um, well said. And I think you know, in the last year, how many different issues have come up? I mean, probably any, a dozen, maybe more, major issues that could have sidetracked many leaders, and they've stepped out of the race because they got sidetracked by an issue. And I think it, it's a challenge, but I think that's, uh, so so that would lead me maybe to the next question. That is, so the, the course that I've developed and the, the, the major audience that that you're going to be uh, through, you and I interacting together, that's going to, uh, is called Raising the Bar. And the, the course is all about increasing our capacity and, you know, moving beyond things so that we can reach our full potential. So in your life, which I know you talked a little bit about your pastor, Pastor Mike Mitchell, who is an incredibly... Uh, respected leader in our movement and a great man that I, I'm sure uh, has been one of those voices, but books or podcasts or uh, people, what what have been the major co- uh, contributors in your life um, that have helped you to increase your capacity?
1: Uh, definitely. There's been some literature that, that has helped me. I, I just mentioned one you know, by Angela Duckworth. Um, recently I've been a little bit more, uh, more of a theological kind of uh, books or development in, in that side of, uh, of my, you know, leadership, leaving myself. Yeah. Um, but definitely, uh, if you can get that book, Grit by Angela Ducker, that's a great book. Um, uh, everybody knows good to great. Um, also, you know, do hard things. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're in a generation that we are very uh, talented and gifted. And that can be a detriment sometimes yeah. because talented and gifted people, um, they don't like things that don't fit into the scope of their gifting because they have to work yeah. at it.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And, and so uh, we, we have lost the art of developing skill. So skill is developed by work and repetition yeah. and, and work ethic.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, so being able to be well-rounded in the things that come natural to you and the things that don't come natural to you, uh, I think uh, we, we definitely need to uh, continue to communicate to this generation to do hard things.
0: Yeah. yeah. So maybe kind of one last question and then we'll wrap it up. Um, and that is, so I, you know, my first introduction to Rima Duncan, you were leading worship at an event I was at, and I was just blown away, not just at your, your skill and singing, but the way you connected with the audience and, you know, just your, your command of the audience as a worship leader. And then, you know, as I began to hear you preach and we've had you here at our local church and you preached on some of the biggest stages in our organization, and then, you, you work to plant a church in, in a metro city, and then you're putting out leadership content. And so I guess the question I have, I don't, I don't know your, your background. I don't know where your beginnings were, but I don't think you have, you're like three generations deep in ministry. Uh, maybe oh, no. you are. Okay. But here's what I want. So I want, you've continued to increase yourself. And I, I said, obviously, we give credit to God for that. But as you just said, we can have all the potential in the world. We can have skill and talent, or we can have talent and ability. But if we're not intentional about developing that, so there's people that are going to be watching this interview, that they have they have obstacles in front of them. They have opportunities to say, I can't do it. They have all the excuses there to say, you know what, I'm as, this is as good as it's going to get. But I want them to hear just kind of whatever you want to say right now from somebody who to me, whatever obstacles have been there, you just continue to raise the ceiling in your life.
1: Absolutely. Uh, what I, it's kind of like uh, akin to what I was saying re- regarding you know, giftings and you know, skills. Excuse me. <laughs> That's all right. Gifting and then skill. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm naturally a creative. I can think abstractly. I can think outside of the box. Um, it's a little bit more easier for me to think of uh, different ways to uh, attack a certain uh, initiative or being a creative. Yeah. Uh, but naturally, sometimes for those people, they are not necessarily gifted in administration. Yeah. And so administration being organized and, and those type of things are a little bit more of a challenge for me. So I have to continue to place myself in situations where it forces me to work on that. And so um, I think I I don't, I don't come from, you know, generational uh, ministry or, you know, having a long line of heritage that, you know, some of these traits were passed down and uh, not necessarily saying that administration and creativity is uh, solely a trait of ministry, but in whatever you're doing, whether you're in corporate or whether you're, you know, a doctor or whatever, I was reading a book. Here's another book a recommendation by Atul Gawande. It's called Checklist Manifesto. Mm, yeah. And in that book, uh, he emphasizes the importance of writing things down yeah. and making checklists. He said, if you're doing anything of any importance, you're going to make a checklist. Why? because you want the same result every time. Yes. And you can't uh, do, do things differently and expect the same result. If, you, if, you're, if you're a baker, if you're a cook, you know, you, you're following a recipe and you kind of just go off the cuff, you know, you can't get upset if it doesn't turn out right, the way right. you, you want it to. And so he said, uh, you know, uh, surgeons, pilots, anyone who does anything of any importance has a checklist before that plane goes off the ground there are things that are made sure it's in place and that's administration that's being organized that's being attentive to detail and um so if if there is something that uh, i would definitely uh try to influence other people to do is to don't be afraid to write things down it is not a it's not a disability that you have to write things down you know it's not a disability that you have to organize yourself it is actually something that is going to enhance whatever else comes natural to your life and there are many people that's probably watching this or listening to this that you already do that but um yeah uh, for for the most people we're living in a creative generation and so i think that's one thing that's going to have to be uh worked on intentionally
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I go to restaurants and I get nervous when the waitress, you know, she's like trying to remember everything and some of them do, but I get nervous anyway. I'd rather see them write it down because that way I know 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, pastor, is there anything else that, so I know that you, I, you know, I follow you on social media, you know, real talk, pastor Rima. That's all one word, real talk, pastor Rima. That's (laughs) That's R E M A. Uh, and then your podcast is the same name. Yeah. Right. Is there anything else that you've got out there that people where people can find you? Uh,
1: ju- just that podcast, and I mean, uh, the social part of that is on Facebook and um, Instagram, and some of those audio content. It's on yeah. uh, podcast platforms. Whatever podcast platform you listen to, it's probably on there. Just look it up. Real talk, the Pastor me but also YouTube channel. There are certain times where I will put in uh, not necessarily podcast episode, but just an interesting word, whether through um, you know, self development, leadership, or even uh, ministry things, or you know Christian development. It's it's on there. So YouTube. We'll talk with Pastor.
0: All right. Well, I just want to say to the audience that's going to be watching this. Whether it doesn't matter. Again, I'm I'm middle aged. Well, maybe a little above that, but anyway. Um, you know, I would, I encourage my children. I encourage the younger generation, my generation, the elder generation, follow Pastor Rima, follow what he's got to say. He's, he is okay, I know him enough to know he's not just throwing out good stuff. He is a solid leader, somebody that you're going to want his influence in your life and the life of your children. Uh, also a reminder before we close out today to the Raising the Bark community, Pastor Rima is going to be on our expert call And normally that's the second Saturday, but because of my schedule, not, not uh, anything of his doing, but we've adjusted that and it's going to be Monday, the 14th of June at eight o'clock. That's eight o'clock Eastern time. And pastor Rima is going to be on there. If you get on that call, you'll have the ability to not just hear him. He's going to teach for a little bit, and then you'll have the opportunity to jump in there and interact a little bit, ask some questions. So pastor, I want to say thank you for joining us today. Thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, I I love what you're doing. I love the voice that you've got and the message that you're putting out there. Thank you for engaging this generation right now. Well,
1: I'm honored to be on this uh, this platform and I'm looking forward to that expert call.
0: All right. Well, God bless you, man. Have a great day.
1: God bless you.